Do you hate your job? Of course you do. So do Liz and Noah. Now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job. Welcome to another episode of When Can I Quit My Job? My name is Noah, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely wife, Liz. How are you, Liz? Pretty good. Yeah. Getting better, maybe, every day. Baby steps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so still still dealing with some health issues, but... Yes. <laughs> so what have, we, what have you got to do a couple of times recently to kind of help you build your stamina up? Oh, what have you been doing? Oh, yeah. Yes, so uh, you got me a seven-day pass to your gym. Mm -hmm. So I've been taking water aerobics with retired people. <laughs> we uh, yeah, we went to the we went to the pool the other day, and I was looking at the pictures on the wall. I don't know if you saw, but there's a they took group pictures of the ladies. Uh, they have the group of ladies that are in their sixties. Oh, I saw these pictures. Yeah, the one, the group of ladies in their 70s and the group of ladies in their 80s. Ladies in their 80s. Ladies in their 80s. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was one, I think, of Doris, who's the instructor with someone who's over 100 years old. Yeah. That's, so, uh, yeah. It's so, amazing uh, to get out of the house when you're 100 years old. Oh, my gosh. Let alone if, move around in a pool. I, I mean... If this is what 30s like for me, I can only imagine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's been good to get out of the house and then have some exercise that's easy mm -hmm. on my joints. Feels good. Yeah, for sure. So. For sheezy. Yeah. Being, so. um, would you say you're being uh, proactive about your your situation? Sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of things we do are proactive. I think so. I think we're more proactive than your typical couple. Hmm. Could this be a segue? Possibly. Because today we are going to talk about the first of the seven habits of highly effective people. And what is that habit? Be proactive. Be proactive. So we just, well, I'll send a, put out a reminder of, we just listened to Be Proactive on Hoopla, which is an app that allows you to borrow up to 10 books per month for free. And it's on Android. And it's probably on uh, iPhone and uh, it's free. Yeah. You just got to have like amazing. a local library card, I think, to yeah. put in there. Yeah. There's something, at least for us, it's, mm -hmm. it has to do with, there's some kind of connection with our actual library. So um, that might be an extra step you have to take if you don't already have a library card. Right. Yeah, so you can do, I pretty much only use it for audiobooks, but you can do regular books. You can do, I think you can do like DVDs or CDs and ebooks, any of that kind of stuff. But I just, I use it for audiobooks personally because I'm an audiobook guy. Yeah. But so that's how we listen to it. And I don't, so, and you've, did you ever finish reading the whole book? Yeah. You did? Mm -hmm. Okay. I and, listened to. The beginning of it slash started reading it because we were doing that together. Mm -hmm. And then that time I didn't finish it. But then when okay. I went back, I finished it. So I've read it like one and a half times. Okay. And, and now, so this will be the, the second slash third time I'm oh. starting it. Okay. How long ago did you finish it? Um, Let me think. 
Um, maybe one year ago, one to two years ago. Okay, okay. So yeah, and for me, I've probably listened to this whole series at least four times. I think. Nice. But yeah, it's been a while. You win. No, well, <laughs> not to brag, but just, no, just to put in perspective. But it's been probably more than a year for me. Maybe closer to two years or something like that. So I'm wondering if I'm going to get the, uh, like, have some different revelations this time or identify with certain things he says different ways than, you know, last time I listened to it. Yeah, not if you're looking on your phone, but yeah. Me? Yeah, totally. Whatever. You were looking at your phone and your email. I have, I had some time sensitive situations going on for the land business. That's fine. I'm just saying it'll make it hard to pick up those things that you didn't pick up before. Mm, I think I saw you on your phone too. Yeah, but I'm not making claims like you're making. Oh boy. Oh boy. (laughs) Gloves are off. I guess. Jeez. So I'm just saying you should, in in order to get out of that, this, what you were saying you might want to get out of your might have to might have to monitor that a little bit mm, well my actions are outside of your circle of influence so i think you might want to be more proactive about uh, focusing on yourself <laughs> <laughs> i am focusing on myself but it's you just are. a little nugget mm, interesting a little nugget about me okay i got it so <laughs> just an observance oh okay just a share you yeah know. well thanks um so okay why, why don't you start then what about what about uh this what we just listened to um well so i remembered a lot of it um i was surprised how much i remembered of the anecdotes he used but i think what struck me this time maybe a little more than in the past is how um like it really hits you with the going like looking inside and then Mm -hmm. going out and like how you pointed out you can't control other people's actions or apparently comment on them um (laughs) um, but anyway kind of the word vulnerable kind of comes to my head a little um and how you are responsible for your own actions and feelings um, because so for me it was just more sensitive this time because that's a real struggle for me um so like the the story that really illustrated that point was a nurse who attended a seminar of his of the authors and she spoke with him about how she is a nurse for a man an elderly man who she said made her miserable and she never looked forward to going to work and basically during the seminar he made her realize that that um that she's responsible for how she feels it was a choice that yeah she's choosing to feel miserable and that's a hard pill to swallow i think for a lot of people Mm -hmm. um and most of the time i don't feel like i even have it that bad (laughs) like in my life um i know you're not supposed to really compare your life to others but we all do it so when you hear about other people's hard lives um and then anyway so for her like that sounded like a hard life (laughs) Mm -hmm. and to for someone to tell her well you're it's your fault you feel miserable not his fault Mm -hmm. that's just like really hard yeah yeah well and it she like had a breakthrough with that too right then she he said like she broke down into tears and um yeah because that's a hard it's a hard lesson to learn Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily one that once you learn it you've always got it either 
Right. And it's very freeing too. Like, so it's, um, there's a little bit of like a two-sidedness to this, um, habit. Um, so the first one kind of being the, the hard pill to swallow if you find yourself in that situation a lot. But then on the flip side of that coin is, oh, then I have the freedom to be in charge of this. Like I was giving this person mm-hmm. way too much power and now right. I'm taking that power back. Right. And I think, yeah, the, the anecdotes that he used illustrated that really well and kind of came at it from different angles. So like maybe so before he even got to that one he had a couple others that kind of touched on the same thing but maybe that one just hit you harder for whatever reason it's probably the reason he tells more than one anecdote but at the beginning he was talking about um you know when you wake up in the morning and let's say the weather is you know 75 and sunny and perfect versus uh when you wake up and you find out it's dreary and cold and you know raining and stuff like that and you know just had you kind of reflect on how you feel about knowing that and then pointing out that you can the way he phrases it is you can bring your own weather with you which means you can choose to have the reaction of 75 and shiny or you know sun sunny outside (laughs) Woo, tongue twister Mm -hmm. even if it's cold and dreary outside so basically another way of saying you're in charge of your own thoughts and emotions um and then right regardless of the situation right exactly and that and uh yeah jim Rohn says says it a different way um we're not talking about jim Rohn right now but he you know he says uh everybody experiences the same weather weather it's the set of the sale so it's it's all talking about the same thing it's all mindset and you know choosing how you uh, react and respond to certain situations so yeah it's it is hard lesson to learn and uh, when you realize it for the first time it can have a great changing effect on your life for sure mm-hmm. get you in the tenders mm-hmm. yeah especially yeah if you're in a spot where like we talked about on here recently you know we haven't had the easiest year so far so it's it's easy for us to get in a bad head place from time to time too so it does it can apply uh it applies to us too sometimes so oh yeah yeah a lot of the time yeah so yeah it's and like i've mentioned on here before it's it can be a struggle to try to keep that positive mindset and just you know all the changes that need to be made are internal and not you know even if a lot of shit's happening to you the only the first and most important place that i need to go to work when things are happening like that are on myself and everything else will fall in line after that so um and then yeah he so he talks about the circle of influence versus the circle of concern so if you think of a a venn diagram or a bullseye even your circle yeah don't think of a venn diagram yeah it's yeah, Wrong anyway. thing. A bullseye. No, it can be a Venn diagram. Depends on. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's a two circles, one smaller circle on the inside. And that's your circle of influence. That's what you can affect change on. That's what you can influence. Makes sense. And then a larger circle outside of that is your circle of concern. It's the things that you're worried about or um, just like it sounds, anything that concerns you. Not everything 
that you're concerned about is something you can influence. But inside that circle of influence lies everything that you can influence, and that's always going to start with yourself. Um, and so, yeah, again, a different way of saying the same thing, kind of. Um, I don't know. Did I cover that very well? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> weather is a circle of concern, so you can't do anything about the weather. Yes. Whereas your attitude about the weather is in your circle of influence. Right. So, uh, and he goes into spending your time and efforts on your circle of concern and or your circle of influence. And when you do that, your circle, circle of influence begins to grow, uh, which means you can control more and more things in your own life if you're focusing on yourself first. So my question for you, though, is you can, I guess, choose to answer. I don't know if it's the same exact question, but it's... Uh, do you feel like you're good at being proactive or focusing on your circle of influence? So that's why it's like two. I don't know if you view mm -hmm. them as very different or not. Um, do you think you're good at that? Or how do you think you've gotten better at that? I guess if... Um, I think I'm way better than I used to be a long time ago. Um, I still fluctuate. <clears throat> Um, I don't think I've ever reached my peak of just like fully being focusing on my circle of influence, but you know, I, maybe I've got gotten to, I don't know, maybe like, let's say 80% of what I could do if I were just, you know, absolutely perfect for myself, uh, at, at my most. And, you know, it fluctuates down and things like that. But I think once I, maybe after I started listening to this kind of stuff, after listening to, um, the seven habits and other like uh, similar types of things. Mm -hmm. I think I'm way better than I ever was before on a consistent basis. So everybody gets sucked into, um, you know, drama or, you know, things on the outside. And it's it's easy to fall back into bad habits since we're talking about habits. And um, mental habits are so important. But, I mean, you live your life your cert a certain way for so many years it's easy to fall back into old bad habits but i think for the most part i come out of it faster i don't um i don't get totally bogged down in the circle of concern um i don't has pity that ever myself. been a problem for you do you think being um because i think being yeah i do the more i think about it i i see it as two different things so being proactive mm -hmm. or not or focusing on your circle of influence versus your circle of concern mm -hmm. um so do you think that you've ever had issues with focusing on your circle of concern too much? Yeah, I know there's been times like, um, yeah, the, I mean, like self-pity and feeling like things are out of your control and all that stuff. Like I've dealt with my share of that kind of stuff. Like when I was having struggles in college or, um, you know, just events happen in your life from time mm -hmm. to time. You, I don't n know that I ever like was depressed but you know feeling down on myself for extended period of time and things like that when it's like you know when you have that why me attitude that's the cir that's the circle of concern like you know why is this happening to me rather than what can i what can i you know focus on myself like why why did i let this happen versus why is this happening to me or, you know so yeah i think i have i've had bouts of it pretty bad um you know, it's always easier to see it in other people, but it's like 
looking back on it, I know I've had that attitude and because I can still fall into it from time to time means that I have a propensity for it like probably most people do. Um, so I don't know what it, mm. what is your what do you feel about that? About my thoughts on what you said? Well, no, I mean about yourself. Hmm. I think what I've focused on has changed. So I think when I was younger and more dramatic, I was a lot more concerned with things that were outside of my influence or like cared a lot about what people thought, um, mm-hmm. other people's actions. I was way more concerned with <laughs> than I am now. Um, but there's been maybe a bit of a trade-off. So like I definitely have thoughts of self-pity and self-doubt and um like with my illness um mostly that's probably the biggest thing the biggest example Mm -hmm. um but i i care far less about what other people do or think not that i don't care at all but like compared to when i was younger Mm -hmm. um yeah so i mean maybe overall a little less and then also a switch of like what used to concern me doesn't but has been replaced with something else do you see like so focusing on being proactive and your circle of concern do you see something like that um being able to have an effect like on how you're feeling about your illness and things like that yes um it's not easy <laughs> mm-hmm. um but and if we do it well enough i think it'll help yeah because i do believe in the message that they're trying to get across yeah um and it also reminds me of um a quote and i don't know if it was like a buddhist quote but something along those lines that if you have control over something don't worry about it if you don't have control over something don't worry about it Hmm. it's something along those lines yeah so Hmm. which i was thinking about when we were listening to this episode of the um the first um habit be proactive and it reminds me of another way of the circle of influence and circle of concern yeah so for me because stress and worry are a lot more of a of a factor that's why I thought of it because that can help when I think about that. Like if it's out mm. of my control, if it's in my circle of concern, in mm-hmm. other words, don't worry about it. Right. Yeah. But if it is something you can control or if it is in your circle of influence, mm-hmm. don't worry about it because you have that control. Right. You can figure out how to improve or, you know, fix whatever needs fixed. Right. Um. So I'd be curious to know if anybody thinks there's a gray area and it's hmm. not a black and white thing like that. Um, hmm. So I, I don't know if any of our listeners would have any thoughts on that. Because sometimes I wonder about that with illness, I guess, but that's because I have an illness. Right. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, your, so your state of mind can have pretty significant effects on your how you feel. I mean, I know that much. It doesn't mean it can cure a disease or something. But um, so as far as like gray areas go, I, I just think that like, I don't think there really is a gray area in my opinion, but the, like you could have a situation that has things that are both in and out of your control. So like that whole situation mm, isn't I one see. place or the other, but each individual aspect of it is black or white. 
Oh, that's a good thought. See yeah. What I mean, yes. Yeah. So that's kind of what I think. Yeah. yeah. So like with your, you know, with MS, it's like, well, you can't control, you know, how your internal body is working, but you can affect your mood or your you know your your attitude or things like that which Mm -hmm. can have secondary effects on your physical how you feel so yeah i mean just as a for instance but yeah so (laughs) (laughs) our cat oh my god kitty the hut so fat our our cat is so fat you guys (laughs) she's she's cleaning the parts of herself she can reach right now If only you guys could see. Yeah. <laughs> see what we get to feast our eyes on. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Do you have other thoughts? Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, mostly what I already talked about. It just, mm-hmm. um, well, I guess maybe we should talk about the the being proactive part. Okay. Because a lot of the mindset stuff, which for me is the different circles of influence and concern, um, that is separate than the taking the steps to be proactive um so and i didn't know if you had examples of things we had done like so our episode of how we've simplified and streamlined things that we do like i wondered Mm. if that revisiting a little bit of that was part of being proactive for kind of our everyday lives and yeah well um, i think i think there is a pretty big overlap between the circle of influence and just like the be proactive um, in general but um i think we're if we talk about proactive our proactivity i think we're probably going to end up covering something that we're going to cover later which is the the quadrant the um you know what i mean the The four urgent yeah 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 so yeah I i think maybe what you're talking about is trying to identify things that we can fix before they become an issue is that kind of what you're leaning well or however you want to interpret it i just maybe we should touch on it a little bit more yeah so i don't know well what's a what's a great example no i'm asking you okay well i meant okay oh well because you're the one bringing up the point so i don't like what's what's your clear example of something that we've done that you're thinking of that like um okay well well i don't know if this counts or not but like the treadmill desk okay like getting that because you were going to be quitting your job okay um so it was to kind of prepare you for when you were working full-time for yourself right yeah i don't know does that count i think so i think we'll maybe even yeah or just starting the land business in general like Mm -hmm. um yeah, I, th- I think it does apply. So I'm trying to think of how it would relate to like exactly what he was talking about. But no, I think, yeah, we instead of um, maybe a different way to think about being proactive it, than I was just talking about is instead of like identifying a problem and trying to um, fix it before it becomes mm-hmm. a bigger problem is identifying an opportunity mm-hmm. and taking advantage of it before. Yes. I mean, and yeah. he gave an example about that too with um, the person who was working for the president's office. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So hopefully if you listen to it, all of the examples we're throwing out will make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, well, I mean, so that wasn't like, 
there was definitely opportunity there. I mean, so maybe my example of the treadmill desk isn't perfect, but we knew you were going to be going from walking miles a day, mm-hmm. five days a week mm-hmm. to basically to being home. Right. Which so the opportunity there was how do we get you to stay active? Because if mm-hmm. you're sedentary, that's pretty bad. And right. especially just coming from being a letter carrier where you're on your feet all day. Right. So, I mean, that wasn't like a perfect example, but I think no, back it's, then. It shows the mindset, though. Yeah, back then, it's at least a little example. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe we don't need to share any more examples about it. Or do you have opportunities now that you're looking at that we're being proactive on or should be mm-hmm. proactive? Yes. <laughs> uh, well, I have another. Mm, there's another venture I'm looking into that I kind of want to, I know somebody who's involved with it. And so I want to, I've reached out to him already and he hasn't called me back. So I'll probably call him again today. But, um, you know what I'm talking about? I don't I know do. if I want to bring it up just now. Okay. Cause I get don't want people hook. to think I've got shiny object syndrome. Yeah. But, well, you, um, you tend to get that, but you're better now than you I'm, used to be. You're I'm much better. Yeah. I'm pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's that's the main thing. Uh, I I just yes, being uh, proactive about a possible mm-hmm. cash flow opportunity. Yeah, and so yeah, well, in hindsight, so like we've had a big stumbling block block with our land business, and I can attribute part of that to our issues with Facebook. But that doesn't do me much good until I say, well, what what can I do to fix it? regardless of facebook policy and how many you know so the 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 reactive part is well it's facebook's fault that we can't we haven't been selling as many properties and i can get mad at facebook and i can start pitying myself because we're not making as many sales and you know if that continues then i might have to consider getting a job and all this stuff and i can feel bad but that doesn't really improve our situation at all doesn't do anything for us so i mean the only thing that's gonna improve the situation is saying okay what can i do differently what can i do better you know and say to myself okay uh i need to sell some i need to sell some land what do i need to do like what what's my best way to move closer to achieving our goals as far as selling land and things like that and that's how i can use this mindset personally to affect our life tangibly so yeah no that's a great example so anyway um did that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. The question was, is, is there anything? Well, mm. it was both. Uh, yeah. If, is there something that you're wanting to be more proactive about? Yeah. And then um, you gave an example, too, about uh, with the land business, something that's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. being proactive. It's being reactive. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 There's a lot of things I could be more proactive about. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, all of us. Not, yeah, like, yeah, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I think maybe it would be worth noting that even if you're not, even if you're reacting in a way that's not terrible, doesn't mean you're being pre- uh, proactive. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like we can be really good about reacting. You can be, a like, a... Uh, you know, a quote unquote good reactor mm-hmm. when you need to be because you, there are times when you need to react. Right. But I think the point is, even if you're a good reactor, the best situation is to be 
proactive. <laughs> right. Um, so I can see that too, maybe in ourselves. Like we can be complacent with being good reactors. Okay. Yeah. No, I see what you mean. And But that can make you lazy too. I could see that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So just being happy at whatever life gives you isn't being proactive. It's, or even if you're just acting happy or whatever, it's still, yeah. Um, being proactive is doing something uh mm-hmm. you're not getting gonna get change. the benefits of it either right so, yeah um, you can be in your little downward spiral of things happening while you sit there and mm-hmm. act happy about it but you're not it's you're not going to change the circumstances until you change yourself and even another uh, level of this too um like so i'm not necessarily reactive in my my jobby job but I'm also not necessarily proactive either. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of another um, like middle of the road, not making waves, not not progressing, like just a static kind of state of being, um, which and I've mentioned this before. And Noah has too. like eventually, hopefully I won't need a jobby job. <laughs> but yeah, but that mindset, I mean. I also don't want to be the person at work that's not doing a good job either. Right. Like, so I was thinking about that too. Like when we were listening to it, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, I'm not always preactive or <laughs> proactive <laughs> in in my job. Mm-hmm. Um, and how if I was more proactive at work, how could that benefit me even while I'm there, even if I'm not there for 20 years? Right. But I'm not reactive, like, because my job is, like, pretty, pretty easy, pretty simple. Yeah. So it's not. I think the main benefit being proactive at work for you would have is to help get yourself in the habit of being proactive. I mean, that seems like the main benefit because it's not going to give you a huge raise or you're not going to climb the the ladder. (laughs) Right. Right. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, there'd be lots of benefits to it i'm not saying there isn't but i can see how i have and like can let myself kind of just coast oh yeah because i'm not i'm not being proactive or reactive in a way i guess that's really what i how i should have started i'm not really being either you're just clocking in and clocking out yeah yeah no i see that so all right that's all my thoughts okay (laughs) i think that's good thank you yeah no i mean for us oh okay (laughs) so yeah um i think yeah i think we'll do the other six uh i don't know if they'll all be consecutive in a i mean they'll go they'll go one through seven yeah but we might have some other episodes in between cool so thanks for listening and um we'll do our best to get you another one of these next monday awesome peace out see you Thanks for listening to When Can I Quit My Job? Please remember to support the show by visiting whencanIquitmyjobshow.com and clicking the Patreon and Amazon links. Also, subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tell your friends about us. Liz and Noah are not financial or legal advisors, and all information given on this podcast should be consumed for entertainment purposes only.